Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast sponsored by the feeling of going to the school store and buying as many pencil top erasers as you can buy with 25 cents. (laughs) Very exciting. I love pencil top erasers. I loved when they looked like stuff. The school store. But the problem the problem was I would never use them because they were like cute and fun. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't use them to erase anything, so where which were is just they? useless. Were they in your I'd desk? I'd like put them in my pencil box. Okay. You would like arrange them by size. <laughs> were they the classic triangular TP shaped ones or I were they or what about the um, the more fun ones yeah they always like, had like cute a, characters a turtle, yeah like a know. little cat now those are like they're not even practical to use number one the shape makes them quite difficult to use effectively number two in my experience they're made of a material that does not erase in any way I had like one good cat shaped pencil top eraser that erased really well hmm. and it was so good and I lost it sort of related remember the erasers that weren't pencil top but were also little characters the ones I remember most they were always like flat they were not 3D sculpted they were flat with like a picture on them kind of like the cookie dough you buy in a roll that has like a picture Mm, on it mm -hmm. and most of them that I remember were aliens like big pink or green head with huge eyes the classic Mm -hmm. alien there's a lot of alien imagery in the early 90s mid 90s was it the X-Files do you think do you think were kids watching the X-Files there was a bit of an alien moment you're right we're gonna revisit that we're gonna investigate the alien uh, <laughs> popularity of the 90s, but not today, because today we're going to talk about the robot popularity of the early 2000s. Golly. I don't know if that's a real thing, but the show is about a robot. Kate, have you ever seen the show? Whatever happened to Robot Jones? I think I have, because you made me watch The Big Pick, and I'm staring at your notes, cheating. All right, I was going to say, good memory. I was waiting to catch you in a a failure to remember, but uh, you got me. Whatever happened to Robot Jones was on Cartoon Network. It was created by Greg Miller. It's about a robot boy who goes to school with a bunch of humans in the uh, the 80s. The show is set in the 80s, so it's got layers of nostalgia to it. As you mentioned, the thing you've seen, the original pilot for this show was part of The Big Pick in 2000. We did watch it. Uh, If you recall, that's when children across the country were given 11 new cartoons to watch over the summer, and they had to vote for which one would become a series. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy won that contest, but Robot Jones came in second, and Cartoon Network liked it so much they also gave it a series order. Also from the big pick was Sheep in the Big City, which also became a full show, so three of those 11 pilots ended up becoming shows. Billy and Mandy, though, the one that actually won was much more successful than this or Sheep in the Big City and lasted a lot longer. That pilot premiered on June 16th, 2000. The actual series premiered on July 19th, 2002. And then the final episode aired on November 14th, 2003. There were two very short seasons, a total of only 13 episodes plus the pilot. Here's a little tidbit for you. In the first season, Robot Jones is voiced by the text-to-speech feature from Microsoft Word 1998. Uh, Cartoon Network didn't really like it that much, so they had the creator and the team replace the word processor synthesizer with a real child actor for season two and that wasn't enough they made them go back and redub all the computerized voice episodes with the child actor. that's really interesting for our purposes we're gonna watch two episodes one with the robot one with the boy okay the visual style of this is inspired by schoolhouse rock which is what i mean when i say it has layers of nostalgia so that's like a 70s style in a show set in the 80s that's got kind of a john hughes high school middle school 
Esque vibe going on. Plus, it's nostalgic for me because it's from the early 2000s. We're gonna watch season one, episode three, Parents with the Bobby Block. Oh, Bobby Block is the name of the child actor, if you see that in the notes. Uh, with the child actor Bobby Block as the voice, and we're gonna watch the next episode, season one, episode four, Politics with the robot voice. Why this might be good. I liked this a lot as a kid because of the weird retro visual style, the weird setting, the retro setting, and that like retro future robot design with all these weird looking robots. I just like how weird it was, and I've always liked robots and low-key sci-fi like this. Plus, I think I've always had like a soft spot. It's not just me. This is a phenomenon I think you see in the world for short-lived TV shows, and maybe it's good. Maybe it was just scarce, so in my mind it was good, because it's like, remember that show? There wasn't much of it. I wish there was more. This is like the antidote to what we watched last week, Chalk Zone, hopefully, if it's good, where it's a show from 2002 with a really unique visual style. I'm hoping that this one is actually good. Fingers crossed, my dude, because... <laughs> I know, Chalk Zone wasn't great. Chalk Zone wasn't great. I am inspired. Searching memory banks for information on politics. Subject 6, 26A. Politics. When running for political office, first, a candidate is chosen by the people. They then set out to convince as many people as they can to vote for them. Whoever gets the most votes wins. All right, so there's this little dude. He's a robot. The title makes me think of like when you're reminiscing about mm -hmm. like middle school and you're like, man, whatever happened to that kid, mm -hmm. Robot Jones? I, 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 he was pretty cool, but like, I just haven't heard from him in years. I hope he's doing okay, you know, like. I'm a big fan of this artwork. Me too, kind of. It's a little Schoolhouse Rock-esque, mm -hmm. right? Also the graffiti on the <laughs> seat that says, on the seat bus seat that says, punk's not dead. <laughs> All right, so Robot Jones is on a field trip. The Microsoft Word voice is especially jarring. It's a lot. This is a baller field trip. Why are these kids mad? That's me. I have Robot Jones energy. <laughs> He's so excited for the field trip. They're all crying about and complaining about the Hall of Presidents. Are they in the Midwest also? I don't know where they are, but yeah, his friend does have a... Uh... Calls him a robot. When you were in elementary school, did you go to a scary wax museum like this? Yeah. Okay, so the Hall of Presidents are all robots, which I imagine is particularly jarring for Robot <laughs> Jones. All right, so representation matters. This is a, a good example because Robot Jones is pretty excited to see another Another robot. He thinks that every acting. president was a robot. I listen, representation matters. That's what I've heard. <laughs> and look, he's going to run for office at school in this yeah. class election because of this. All right, so it's explaining like how the voting process yeah, works. It's That's actually helpful. educational. I don't remember this, but not in an annoying way either. Robot Jones is like downloading the information about how elections work. That kid has a fake leg. Robot Jones is doing some kind of campaign promises, right? And he's like, we're going to have school all year. Like he's just a kid who likes school. He's, he's a, a robot. He's just a sure. robot boy who likes school. <laughs> so now like a pyrotechnic display is shooting out of Robot Jones's arms, which is really choice. His scathing but accurate critiques of American politics. Yeah. Oh, uh, but now Robot Jones is refusing to accept the results of this democratic election. Hmm. Kind of a weird turn at the end. Yeah. It is time for your daily refueling. Not now, Mom Unit. Can't you see I am attempting to view the television? Sheesh. If you are to continue expanding your memory banks, you will need your daily fuel. Why can't you function more like the mom unit portrayed on television? <sighs> I like this mom and dad unit. Everyone's embarrassed by their parents, you know? Even robots. In, in middle school. Oh no, his dad's now dropping him off at school. <laughs> They're like lighting the lawn on fire. 
This episode is fun because he's embarrassed by his parents. He's trying to teach them how to, like, not set things on fire and, like, rip the teacher's heads off during parent-teacher conferences. I do like the backgrounds on the title cards. Mm -hmm. I like when the dad blasts through walls. So the kids are happy because the parents have destroyed the school. Blown up the school, yeah. Well, uh, now they get out of school for a little bit. Well, as you can see, uh, your son is really excelling in my math class. In fact, uh, he's testing well above college level. This does not compute. Our son is programmed to operate at genius level. Well, uh, I suppose there's always a room for improvement, of course, but I, I'm not quite sure what else to assign him. He's already solved every problem in every math book I own. Our son's data input is suffering from your inefficient teaching methods. Inefficient, inefficient, inefficient. Hey, that's school property. That was fun. I feel like I didn't make a lot of commentary during the second one because it actually was really fun. Like, I enjoyed watching it. I thought the animation was good. I thought it was even moderately funny. Wow. This one was a win for me. Amazing. I'm never going to watch it again. But no, understood. It was I. What, uh, which voice did you like better? I actually liked the robot voice better. The word processor. The word yeah. processor voice, yeah. yeah. They, they do both kind of work, but uh, I like the word processor better, too. This was a great show. I enjoyed going back and looking at this. I could definitely, and I can't say this for everyone, everything we watch on the show, believe it or not, even though I'm the one who's supposed to like everything, I could sit through all 13 of these, I think, oh, yeah? no problem. I mean, it's not even that many. I mean, it's like cute because he's learning about, you know, typical late childhood, early teens Like stuff. one about him yeah. getting a crush on the girl. Yeah. You know, they're all about different things. Exactly. Cute. Things that do happen and yeah right like even just basic emotions sometimes kind of a fun little concept yeah Silly. it's like relatable for kids yeah. it was a little nostalgic for me even though i haven't seen it yeah. but i've had experiences like this like robot jones show. has yeah go seek it out everybody uh, go check out robot jones whatever happened to robot jones all right uh tell us what else we can watch going forward if you have suggestions you can email them to us nostalgiaaywell.com you can leave us a voice message through anchor click the link in this episode description where it says leave us a voice message it'll bring you right to it let you record right there. You can uh, talk to us on our social media accounts. Just look for Notstalgia or go to www.notstalgia.org for links to all of the above plus all of our past episodes. And please subscribe to the podcast. If you're enjoying it, then you can find them all instantly in your feed. They'll come to you. You don't have to seek them out. The only thing worse than riding the bus to school. Oh, no. Great. Now I miss my bus. Almost there. Almost there. Is riding your dad. The return of Whatever Happened to Robot Jones, Friday night, September 6th at 10.30 on Cartoon Network.